Have you ever read the story of Joseph and Mary? And if you've read the story, you can remember when the angel appeared to Joseph to let him know that Mary was pregnant. This made Joseph a stepfather. Jesus had a mother, a biological mother, and a stepfather, if you will. And do you notice, or did you notice, that the last time you ever hear about Joseph was when him and Mary was looking for Jesus when he was 12 years old. And Jesus was out ministering to people and doing the work that he was placed on the earth at the time to do. And when they found him, he told them that he must be about his father's business. It's debatable if he was being disrespectful or if he was just pleading his case. But either way it goes, you never hear about Joseph anymore after that. I was a single mom for the first three years of my oldest son's life. And then I got married. And I was married for 14 years. And then I had two children within the marriage. And then I got divorced. And after I divorced, I became a single mom. And now I am navigating life as a single mom. A cousin of mine was married for 25 years. She had four kids. And I deemed her husband as an excellent father. But I noticed that when they got divorced, she was a single mom, but she was a single mom. He was nowhere to be found. And in so many cases of talking to women, whether they have had children out of wedlock or have been married and got divorced, the men sort of disappeared. And... This is not to fault men, but I've wondered many times why do some men, most men, disappear even when they were an excellent father after a divorce, they're not really around. It could be for many reasons, but in most cases, why? As I am navigating my own life, I have been under tremendous stress just trying to balance the fact that I have three kids that are double digits and they all have different things going on in their life and I'm overwhelmed. And this is partially because I have one son turning 18 years old 
and his birthday is in a couple of weeks. And then in a few weeks after that, he graduates and he's working on getting his license, filling out college applications, a job application, and going to prom. I have a daughter that's starting high school and is needing to apply for soccer and volleyball. And while she's trying to do that, she's preparing for standardized tests, which is the most stressful time of year for her. Then I have an 11-year-old who just wants to play with a father who wants his mom to have someone in her life that he can play with because he wants to have father-son activities. There is a lot going on. And in the process of this, many times I've asked myself, am I enough? Am I enough to cover all of the bills? Am I enough to cover the mortgage? I have a crazy story about me getting a new car. I was in a car accident roughly about a month ago to the date of me recording this podcast. And when I was hit from the back, the woman that hit me did not own the car. So when the police wrote the police report, her insurance company told me that there was nothing they could do, or my insurance company said they they couldn't even try to fight for me until they got the police report, which would take up to seven days. It took about a week. They got the report, but then the woman that hit me didn't own the car, and she was trying to use her insurance company. Even though that's kind of illegal, you the the insurance company goes with the car and this whole f- thing went on for maybe roughly two weeks and I never heard from her insurance company and never even heard from the owner of the car's insurance company. Meanwhile, I don't have any transportation. And let's just say the other party involved in raising my children was no help. I was on my own. So I asked myself, am I enough? So then my pastor comes through for me and he gets me a rental because he knows the situation and he wants to help. He gets me a rental. I keep the rental for one week. During this time, I still have not heard from the insurance company. And I don't even know where my car is because what I neglected to tell you is after I was hit, my car would not start. It literally shut down. So as I'm driving the rental, I had to make a decision. I can't miss work anymore because I miss several days of work and my kids miss school. And so I had to make a decision to get a new car. So I had to figure out how much money do I need? How much money do I have saved? 
How much can I put down on a car? (sighs) Am I enough? Can I really do this on my own? So I buckled down. I got $2,000. I put $2,000 down on a car. (sighs) You would have thought that would have been easy. I looked at multiple cars and then I put 500 down on a car to hold it once I figured out what I wanted. I put the money down around 10 o'clock in the morning and I get a call around 3 4 o'clock with the car salesman telling me that they sold my car by accident. Yeah. The car that I put money down to hold, they sold it to someone else by accident. Meanwhile, I still have not heard from the insurance company regarding my other car. So, long story short, I have to get another car. And I pick another car, and they said that it had everything that I needed, everything that I requested. But when it was time to get the car, it did not have everything I requested. And I was very specific about what I wanted in this car, especially now that I have to pay a car note. So I could not get that car. So they found me another car. This time, the car was what I wanted, but it wasn't the year that I wanted. It was actually better with the year, but... That meant my car note would be higher and it was not the color that I wanted, but I got the car. So as I go to pick up the car, I take a friend with me and she notices that the back light is cracked. And then the salesman looks at the back light and he's like, oh my gosh, we can't sell you this car. Not like this, sir. You're absolutely right. Then he notices another problem. The headlight has water buildup. Then there was another problem. The car had not had an oil change. I drove the car, Tess drove the car, but I drove the car after they made an arrangement with me that they would fix those problems. I still bought the car. They fixed everything, but except one thing they could not fix, because it was possibly an electrical issue. We're talking about a roughly new car here. And when I say roughly new, I mean pretty roughly new. Just a couple of years old. And I'm thinking to myself, can I handle this? Am I enough to handle this? Do I have enough wisdom? Do I have enough knowledge? Do I have enough wherewithal to continue to go through this? Meanwhile, I still have not heard from the other insurance company regarding my old car. I purchased the car. They fixed everything. And for the electrical issue, as the moment I'm recording this podcast, that car is at the dealership being looked at. This has now been one month. And... The other insurance company finally called to give me a settlement. And then 
as I'm getting the settlement, remember, I still never had a rental because I took the rental back that my pastor got me because I purchased a car. Well, now my car is back at their dealership. So that insurance company finally gave me a rental after they've given me a check (laughs) for my other car. And also what I failed to mention is when I, when I figured out where my car was, there, there were times where people literally lost my car and didn't know where it was. This has been quite the journey over a month course of time. (sighs) Am I enough? Do I have enough wherewithal to deal with this? Then I get some news from my best friend that something very tragic has happened within the family. Broke my heart. Now I'm overwhelmed with feeling her grief and her pain and the pain for the family along with everything else that I'm going through. And at the same time, I have to plan graduations. I have to plan prom. I have to help my son figure out what to do with his life. And then I wonder and I think, Am I enough? I was having a conversation with a friend today. And we were talking about this thing with single moms. And just trying to figure out what is it that men leave? Did you know that according to 2022 U.S. Census Bureau, Out of about 11 million single-parent families with children under the age of 18, nearly 80% were headed by single mothers. Of all single-parent families in the U.S., single mothers make up the majority. About 4 out of 10 children were born to unwed mothers. So our questions was, again, are we enough? If the men don't want to parent their own children, are we enough? Really, like, is it enough that we have to be superwoman? Is it enough that we have to be at the PTO meetings? Is it enough that we have to attend the conferences? Is it enough that we have to drive our kids to and from? Is it enough that I have to make sure that I have a vehicle that I can carpool other people's kids for my kids? Is it enough that I have to manage going to work, coming home? Well, not really coming home, but going to pick kids up from school and taking them to school and pick them up from school. And then having to go to the grocery store and then having to do the laundry and then having to cook dinner. Oh my gosh. Am I enough? No, really. Like, it's only me. Am I enough? Have to do all of the shopping. Have to do all of the planning. 
there's no help. There's no one there. There's no one to lay down next to at night and talk about how the day went. There's no one to talk to me. It's me talking to they, them, and all of the above. Because I got to talk to teachers. I got to talk to kids. I got to talk to my, my children. I have to talk to my students. I have to talk to my coworkers. But I don't have anyone to go to and talk to. Am I enough? Can I really do this? Then at some point, I see how stressed I am because I'm breaking out. And my eyes are filled with tears. And at some point, I'm having to pull myself out of the depths of depression and emotion and sadness and I have to find joy I have to find happiness and the question comes in my mind again am I enough the kids need this and they need that and they need that and they need this I am being pulled in so many directions. I literally feel like an octopus. Am I enough? No, really, because dad is not around. So am I enough? Am I like really enough? Can I really do this by myself? Because it's kind of impossible for me to grow more arms and more legs and more willpower. Am I enough? I have to figure out at some point, how am I going to get the grass cut? How am I going to budget for the bug people to come out and spray the grass? Because now it's spring and it doesn't matter. That is technically not the first day of spring because technically it really is because the animals and the bugs have already told us that it is. And the grass is already starting to grow and turn green. And my front yard is full of onions for whatever reason. And all of these onion plants are coming out. And I'm wondering... Can I get rid of all of this? Am I enough? There's so much that needs to be done in the backyard. And now I have to get all of these leaves up that I was never able to get up during the time of my divorce because I did not have time. And my kids have really gone out and tried to do as much as they can, but we live on an acre of land. And that's not a whole lot, but it is a whole lot for people like us. And it's hard to get it all up, especially now that the electric cord is broken. It's torn up and I haven't even had time to go to Home Depot to buy another one. Am I enough? Then when it comes to the invitations for the graduation, well, like everybody in this time frame of life, this era of life, you're doing everything via email, invitations via email. That's what evite.com is for. But then I get a phone call that this generation of people is used to invitations 
physically, you know, touch. They want to touch it. They want to see it. And I get that. And I do like that. But I don't have time to do invitations. But they want invitations by mail. So now I have to figure out how do I get these invitations to them. This is the part where I raise my hand and say, hey, am I enough? Well, I'm going to answer that question for that. No, I'm not because I had to call a friend and say, hey, can you do this for me? I don't even remember if I asked her to do it for me or if she told me she would do it for me to take the load off. But the question in my mind was, am I enough? So I finally took the time to book a massage for myself because my back has been in so much pain that I have not been able to sleep at night because my life has been the question of, am I enough? So let's flip the script. You may be asking yourself the same questions. I mean, we still never really answered the question as to why do most men or some men leave their families? It's like they divorce you or you divorce them because I divorced him. And then they think, okay, that's it. I'm not a part of that family anymore. That includes the kids. I'll come around when I get ready to. There's just so many stories where the man checks out. I have several friends and family members who have gotten divorced and the men check out. I don't think God is pleased with that. It's not the it's not to what his design for a family is supposed to be. And I believe that God is going to deal with men who do that. I think that if you are doing that to your family, your prayers will be hindered. I don't know what happened to Joseph. But even at Christ's crucifixion, never mentioned that he was there. Mary was there. Where was Joseph? He was never mentioned after that. Did he say after Jesus said, I must be about my father's business. Did he say he wasn't my kid to begin with? I ain't finna deal with his mouth. I ain't got time to be chasing him all around his village. Deuces, I'm out. Did he resent Mary? Even though he knew that her pregnancy was a spiritual event. But did he hold animosity against her? Did they divorce? Did he pass away? We don't know. But there is no information about Joseph. Not even... At Christ's crucifixion. 
So Mary had to be enough for Christ. She was highly favored. She was enough. Esther making the decision to do what she did to save people. She was enough. Ruth was enough. And so the Lord gave her someone else. Her Boaz, right? You are enough. Yes, being a single mom sucks and it's hard. And I've had to ask myself now, if he was still in the picture, would I still be doing this alone? Heck yeah. But it just feels different. And it is different because the person was physically there. He wasn't mentally there, but he was physically there. But you really, really feel that hard when the physical person is no longer there. So it's me doing the same thing I would have been doing. But, you know, you rather do it alone if if it's just not working like that. You're you're in the marriage and the person is you're pretty much alone anyway. You rather be by yourself than to have to do it by yourself when you're already doing it by yourself. But never had I had to ask myself, am I enough? So darling, you are enough. You are enough. That single mom that's working two jobs, barely making it work, but she's making it work because she's enough. The Lord is providing. I can honestly say that in this situation, every area of my life where I have lacked and where I didn't know where this was going to come from, I didn't know how this was going to pull together. I didn't know where I was going to get the money to get this. The Lord has come through because I am enough and I'm not alone. I don't have someone physically here to talk to. I don't have anyone for me. I'm having to be a superhero all the time. But I can kind of let some of that go. I can kind of release some part of that. Because I trust the Lord. And he knows He knows where Joseph was. He knows what situation I'm in. He knows what I have need of. So I am enough. I can do this. And I can release my burden. And I can give my burden to the Lord. I don't have to carry the weight by myself. And if I look around like ants working together as a team, there's so many single moms out there that is doing the daggone thing and they are working hard. Sandra Rhymes 
was a single mom. I don't know if she is now, but she has made waves because of the determination, the belief, the purpose that drives your life. I can release the burden and so can you. Why? Because you are enough. You can do it. And you don't have to do it alone. Because God will always put people in your life. That will help you and come through for you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So next time you're like me. Look in the mirror and don't say, am I enough? Say, I am enough. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I will be with you next time. Hello, this is Kristen. And thank you so much for listening to Kristen's Simple Life. For John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. If you are not saved and desire a deeper relationship with God, all you have to do is confess your sins to him and say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And that is it, folks. You are saved. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. And if you want to follow me on social media, I am on Instagram at Kristen Simple Life. God bless you, and I will be with you next time.